Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so glad you're joining me in New York City at the International Association of Culinary Professionals 40th anniversary. And I'm so excited that Allie Rosen is on today's show. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a fun venue to get to chat. It really is so much fun and a lot to celebrate, especially with you. So foodie friends, you're going to love her new book called Bring It. And it's about what to bring to a potluck. She actually hosts a wonderful uh, show in New York City about potluck. And so what is the, the most favorite dish for a potluck? Well, I think that the best dish is the one that fits the event that you're going to, because I think, you know, bring it is all about finding the dish that answers the question, what should I bring? And so, you know, if you're going to a picnic, you really want to make sure that you have something light, that you have a salad, you have an hors d'oeuvre. If you're going to, you know, someone's home in the middle of winter, um, you might want something a bit more warming, a bit more comforting. So I think people tend to, you know, have these standbys. They're like, well, this is the only thing I make, or this is what travels well. And the whole goal of the book was to say, like, a lot of food travels well. You just have to think through where you're going and what the purpose of it is. Absolutely. And that is so wise. And real quickly, by way of background, I'm just realizing now that we are both from the South. So I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, and I understand you're from Charleston. I am from Charleston. And the book has so many recipes that are inspired by my Southern upbringing, because I think, you know, living in New York, I've gotten such an incredible perspective. I've been here for 10 years and I've lived all over the world and been very lucky, but there's nothing like Southern roots to really ground you not only in cooking, but in hospitality, because so much about a potluck, you know, the entire first chapter of the book is about, you know, how to either host a potluck or how to be a a good guest at a potluck, because I think a lot of these types of events are about hospitality more than just the food. It's about how you present it, making people feel comfortable, making everybody feel like what they're bringing is the right thing, even if they're a great cook or, you know, they're making a salad and that's as much as they can do. You know, so a lot of that Southern hospitality, I think, is very important for me and for the book. And obviously, then there are things like, you know, pimento cheese crab dip and, you know, deviled eggs. And, you know, I got a lot of those Southern recipes in there, too. You got to have that kind of stuff. Absolutely. The taste of the South, which I miss so much. That was my upbringing of of my palate at such an early age. But I love how you're talking about what to, to bring and kind of how to plan it because a lot of time there is entertainment involved uh, when you host a potluck and there's a certain kind of, of system. And, and it's really challenging too of, okay, you bring this, you bring that. So what? how do you simplify that for the host? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to ask questions before you cook. You know, I think a lot of people get an idea in their mind and then 
And they don't ask, you know, is there oven space for me to heat this back up? Is there space in your fridge if it's a dessert that needs to be refrigerated for later? You know, start by asking questions. And if you're the host, start by assigning people. You know, don't say, like, you must bring chocolate chip cookies, but say, you know, I'd love for you to bring a salad. I'd love for you to bring a dessert. I'd love for you to bring a vegetarian main and for you to bring, you know, I know you're great at meat dishes. You know, don't be afraid to assign people categories because the worst kind of potluck is when, you know, you show up and everybody's bought a rice dish or something and then you're like, oh, we don't have a dessert or like, oh my God, there's nothing green here and I need a salad. So, I mean, it's just start by gathering information rather than just kind of like trying to be as easygoing as possible because then you actually end up, you know, if someone's brought something to your home and then there's somebody else that has something similar, they're going to feel worse than if you said, okay, let me give you a few little guidelines. It's so interesting because you grew up in the South and you're now in New York. And that was kind of my similar path where I moved to New York City and and worked here uh, for seven years. But it's different. I never, I can honestly say I never went to a potluck dinner in New York City. Do they exist now? And have you just been bringing that to the forefront and introducing that to New York? Well, I think my big thing is about sort of reclaiming this word potluck, because you may think that you haven't been to a potluck, but you've definitely been to a friend's house for dinner where somebody said like, oh, I'm cooking dinner. Hey, do you mind bringing the dessert? Or when you said, hey, what can I bring? They said, oh, I'd love it if you could bring, you know, the cheese or an hors d'oeuvre or something. So like the concept of potluck, I think we we have this image of like church basements and like school functions and you know, but I actually think that in modern day cooking, you know, we've all become less formal. So I think that the idea that, you know, you would bring something to someone's home is not as strange as it was like in our grandmother's day. You know, like when my grandmother would host a dinner party, the idea that one of her guests would bring a dish would be actually pretty mortifying, right? <laughs> Whereas today, it's kind of the way that we all operate, you know, because we're all a little bit more casual. You know, we've traded, you know, maybe the cloth napkins for the paper napkins, and we still have those special occasions. But for the most part, when you have friends and family over, you don't feel that formality. So the idea that a potluck has to be this prescribed thing, you know, that's like something I want to get away from is like, you know, if you have a picnic and you invite all your friends, that's a potluck. You know, if you have people over, like I have a group of girlfriends that we watch all the award shows together, you know, that's a potluck and, and that's, you know, all finger foods and whatever. But, you know, it doesn't have to be like a sad, you know, casserole dish of things that are terrible. It can really just be like, let's make this easier on everyone and also get to like share things that we love. Now, do you think in a potluck, could it ever be that someone brings the ingredients rather than the dish and everyone cooks together and you make, is that a potluck? Yes. I mean, I have been speaking a lot to, you know, people now have cookbook clubs and they have sort of group cooking scenarios. And I think that that is a great way to bring people together. And again, it's just about selecting the right recipes, you know, where there's a lot of stuff for people to chop and a lot of things, you know, steps where, hey, maybe this goes in the oven for an hour and then we can all drink for a little bit and then we go back to it. And, you know, you want to find the right recipe for that. But I think that food, you know, so much about hosting and going to parties is about the experience of being with people. And it should be about the food. But I think kind of in this like Instagram, social media age, we've kind of lost what food is really about. It's not about making the most beautiful dish that you can then take a photograph of that has no people in it. It's about like 
bringing things to people that they will enjoy and sharing something with people. So if you want to do that by cooking together, or you want to do that by everyone bringing, you know, hey, everyone bring something your grandmother made, or hey, everybody, you know, like we're all on a diet because it's, you know, we're trying to get into our bathing suits. Like everybody bring your favorite salad and then we can swap the recipes. I mean, there's a lot of these recipe swaps also that people do where it's like, I need something new for my repertoire. What should I bring? So I think that finding ways to bring people together is really the first step. And then the recipes, you know, the recipes have to be good. Like we are not, you know, we do not want, you know, this is a book of a hundred recipes that are all try, you know, the tagline of the book is tried and true. I mean, because really, you know, these are recipes that were tested and tested and tested again. But yeah, the, the main goal is to have fun and find things that bring you joy. And then it's about the recipes, you know. So what is the newest recipe that you've included in this uh, this book? And listeners, I'm going to make sure that we have a link to the place where you can purchase a book. Ooh, that's so, you know, some some of these are recipes that I grew up with. You know, I literally have my grandmother's pie recipe in there. And what kind of pie was that? Strawberry rhubarb. My mom's mother's from New England, so I have also some New England things. But I, you know, I've also learned a lot on travels. And I feel like, you know, a lot of the newer recipes to me are, you know, I went to Japan um, a couple years ago and discovered that the Japanese love sweet sandwiches, you know. And so there's a recipe in the book for strawberry sandwiches, which is like strawberries and whipped cream. And it's kind of like a strawberry shortcake in a sandwich form. And a lot of those recipes are, you know, sort of not things I grew up with and not sort of culturally relevant to me. But it's I really love being able to kind of pull from a lot of different places and inspirations that I've had and say, okay, how can I make this relevant to a home cooking audience um, so that it's easy for them, but also where you're doing something different? Because I think that's, you know, we all are sort of tired of like cooking the same things over and over again. So the idea is to like, you know, something that's still easy, you know, the strawberry sandwiches, it's like four ingredients, you know, it's super easy to make, but you'll show up at a party and people will be like, oh my God, what is that? You know, and that's kind of the goal. So are you noticing a trend within the potluck of, is it still buffet or is it more of, okay, let's put all of the dishes on the table and serve it that way, a little more formal? Well, I think that people now are so into design. You know, the good part of social media is like, I think people used to just be like, yeah, throw it on the table. And now everyone's like, wait a minute, we're all going to want to take a picture and we want it to look gorgeous. So let me get some pine cones and some candles and, you know, a beautiful tablecloth that maybe was a wrap, but now it's going to be a tablecloth. And, you know, so I think that there, you know, it's setting up the table is still a big part of a potluck. You know, you want it to look appetizing. You want it to look beautiful. You want there to be an order to it. And you don't want to ignore that part, especially because, you know, some of the dishes are going to come. People are going to bring them in their Tupperware. They're going to bring them, you know, in dishes that maybe just like a Pyrex, you know, so you really want to think about the table and how that looks as well. Because obviously, yeah, if it all just sits out, like I don't want to eat a meal with just a bunch of things sitting out haphazardly. So you you really do want to think about how it looks. And so is it plated before then? Are you, I mean, when you, if it's not a buffet, uh, are you seeing it plated before? Well, it can be a buffet, you know, you just have to take time to make sure that it looks nice. And you can also have plated, you know, you see people put things on counters, you see people do pot you know, with different courses, it's really kind of like whatever works for your potluck and finding, you know, the right zone to make people have fun. There's no right or wrong way to do a potluck. There's really only thought and care that goes into it, you know, good food, good recipes. You need the good. I mean, listen, like, you got to have the good recipes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, at your potluck dinners that you host and attend, are there usually games? Is that a standard um, part of the entertainment? Or what is the entertainment side? Yeah, I feel like um, one of the good things about 
you know, hosting events now is a lot of people do it around events, you know, so it'll be like a Super Bowl party is kind of just a potluck, like, you know, award shows or something that you want to watch, you know, the Grammys, those types of things you can watch. Like that's kind of an activity, you know, the Olympics were just happening and people, you know, have viewing parties. And then there's also, you know, like there's a lot of great games that you can have now just like with your phone, you know, heads up, people love heads up, you know, you can be sitting around and be like, all right, we got to get this party going a little bit more, Um, you know, so you pull out a game just on your phone, like you don't have to have the traditional board games and things like that. But, you know, I think also sometimes having a theme to the night, you know, book clubs are a great place for a potluck. And I think a lot of people now are doing more cookbook clubs where like you buy a different book every month and everybody, you know, makes a recipe and brings it. So I think finding a theme for your evening is also a great way to kind of get people involved and feeling a little more excited about it than just like, well, we're going to sit around and gossip about each other and that'll be nice too. (laughs) So tell us more about your TV show. Yeah, so Potluck with Allie Rosen airs on NYC Life. We call it bringing everyone to the table. You know, that every chef, every person has a different perspective. And so it's learning recipes. It's talking about books. It's talking about ingredients and really just sort of learning from experts. You know, in New York, we're very lucky that we have such a great culinary community. But we also, everybody that has something to promote comes through New York. So I feel like we get a lot of perspectives. And that's kind of my goal. You know, potlucks as an event are you know, a great way to bring different perspectives to the table. And the show is kind of a metaphor of that, of, you know, every episode is bringing different perspectives to the table. And and are you eating on the show? Is it having a potluck on the show? No, thankfully, I don't have to, thankfully, I don't have to host anything. It's, you know, the show is broken into four or five different segments. And so it's, you know, kind of a potluck for your eyes rather than, thankfully, me hosting anything in my home, (laughs) my small New York home. This is terrific. And I always like to end the show with three tips for the home chef. What would what have been the best tips handed down from your grandmother, your parents, or just that you have found on your own that you can share? Yeah. Well, my grandmother's biggest tip was to bake with lard. So that's always a very important tip. You know, the second I think that I've also learned a lot in writing this book is that making food ahead can make your life so much easier. You know, home cooks, I think, tend to always want to serve the thing hot, piping right off the table. And, you know, sometimes that just lessens your enjoyment. So I think that the biggest piece of advice for home cooks is find recipes and find ways to sort of do as much prep in advance as possible. Because if you are hosting, people want to see you. You know, the food is there, but they're there to see you. Um, so those are my advice. And then um, the other piece of advice that I learned from Melissa Clark when I interviewed her a few months ago is to microplane garlic, which may- makes it really spicy. If you microplane garlic onto your like salads and stuff, you add this like amazing kick. So yeah, so that's some advice, some very wide advice and then some very narrow advice. Yeah. So, so hydroplane? Microplane. Oh, microplane. Oh, hydroplane is oh, when you're yeah. skidding in the car. That would be much more difficult. Yeah, like your whatever your zester is or even, okay. you know, just like basically zest garlic and it it changes everything it's I've, I've been I'm now obsessed with it so yeah love these tips Allie thank you so much for being thank on you. Kitchen Chat thank you so much for having me here at IACP it's such a pleasure oh, this is so much fun and foodie friends I'll make sure that I post the links to her book to her website um, on in my kitchen website which is kitchenchat.info make sure you check out her great new book about potluck and I'd love to see your photos of your potlucks but Please keep in touch and always remember to take a moment and savor the day. 
Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.